0: Hello, everybody. Oh, really well. Welcome to Poke- Poke Manga Corner with Riley. Hey, that's me. Yeah. T- today I'm joined by a very special guest, the myth, the legend, the man who loves Pokemon, Luke Summerhaze. How are you tonight?
1: I'm good. I do indeed love Pokemon, and I am indeed a myth and a legend, so thank you very much.
0: Yes, you
1: are indeed.
0: See, I'm glad to have you on the program today for episode
2: two, rounds six through ten of the Pokemon Adventures manga. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, me too. I read them last night, and I've got them here in front of me as well, just so I can check out some of that lovely, lovely art as we read.
0: All right, so to get into the plot recap, we've got... I forgot to pull up the names of the chapters to make sure that
2: I know what I'm talking about. Only the most professional of podcasting here at Riley Podcast Corporation. I had them open earlier, but I actually closed everything. <laughs> Yeah, last time I had the names open so I could have a better idea of which chapter I'm talking about at a given time. But I didn't think about it this time. All right, there we go. So we'll start with round six. Gyarados splashes in. This chapter is called in
1: Japan versus Gyarados.
2: Versus Gyarados, yeah. I'm pretty sure this chapter goes right into the thick of things. Like, it just starts with a Gyarados, doesn't
1: it? Literally, right here on page one, you got Misty all battered and bruised, and Gyarados looking terrifying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Gyarados is a
2: scary boy. Yeah, Gyarados... His mouth is is, like, the
1: size of her. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: that's a a losing battle she's fighting. Our, Our damsel in distress, everyone's favorite girl who just can't keep
2: her bike alive, Misty. But coming in for the last minute save is Red, who puts that Gyarados down
1: he uses the he gets his boba to use leech seed and it's brutal like i guess i'd always known that was what leech seed was doing but seeing it in action like digging into him it's like something out of the last of us
0: yeah it's crazy like i remember the first time i saw it's even more brutal than the one leech seed in the anime which freaked me out the first time i saw it because it like got all over the opponent and then it like kind of like shocked them a little bit it was like it was weird. I was like, "Wow, that's that looks painful." it's
1: just well, it does what it says on the tin. It plants a seed in his flesh, and then it just grows into a plant.
2: Oh my god, it's, it's a brutal attack. And then Misty <laughs> and Red hit him with the double death combo, the the double date,
0: as they call it. And red and yeah. pops that red pops that boy in a pokeball gets the
1: Gyarados. Yeah. Weird, because we later learn it was actually her Pokemon. So I guess you can just yes. catch other people's Pokemon here. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's a weird thing. Usually the ball just fails. Well, I guess in I guess the game, I guess in the games it's like they slap it away and say, "Don't steal my Pokemon." So maybe it would work theoretically.
1: Also, here, it's been stolen once already, so maybe whatever copy protection Pokeball's put on it has already been broken.
2: Copy protection. The anti-piracy measures for her Pokemon. Yep. Yeah, Red catches the Gyarados and... ...meets up with Misty, who...
0: They go to the Pokemon Center and call Professor Oak because Gyarados being real, real mean since he got stolen. And they got to find out why.
1: Professor Oak is just on exposition duty here. Like, gives them all the deets. There's no reason he knows this stuff. He just knows it.
0: He's He's the Pokemon professor. He's the expert. He knows what he's talking about. One
1: professor also, like, lead investigator into Team Rocket, whatever else you need him to be.
0: Yep.
2: He knows everything about everything. He is the plot convenience.
0: Yep. So Oak gives the exposition about how Team Rocket is experimenting on Pokemon, and that's probably why... The Gyarados is real mean. So Red vows that he's going to go get that Team Rocket. And Misty goes with him, and they get the big, big team up. They're ready to go. And that's how round six ends, with them heading towards Mount Moon.
1: I'm wondering now when this was written, because... Obviously, in the Gen 1 games, Team Rocket don't really do much in the way of experimenting with evolution. That's more of a Gen 2 thing.
2: Yeah,
0: the the thing with Pokemon Adventures is it had a lot of extra plot threads that aren't there in the games. Maybe it was a sort of inspiration for the...
1: Yeah, yeah it could have gone silver. that way rather than yeah, just taking it from the games. Yeah, in Gen 1, they're just pretty generic gangsters. They just do, like a gambling ring and some theft.
0: Yeah, Team Rocket... Team Rocket is very interesting in the Avengers manga. I'm excited to get deeper into them because there's some cool stuff.
1: Oh yeah, even in the next chapter we get sort of the big twist of the manga where some of the gym leaders...
0: Oh, do, they, does that, do we learn that in the next chapter? I think I missed that part.
1: Yeah, um, the, the rocket grunts we meet are led by None other than Koga.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: He's Koga Speaking because of, he's got a neckerchief and some fishnet stockings for some reason.
0: Oh yep, yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> the calling card. Next chapter is raging Raidon,
2: I believe, versus Raidon in Japan. Yep. Yeah, we're straight so, into it. Yep. Team Rocket is
0: outside of the cave. Or in the cave. They're somewhere in relation to Mount Moon. <laughs> yeah,
1: the first shot we see of them, there's just some guards lurking outside the cave, but I think they're all the way through it as well.
0: Okay. So yeah, there are guards outside the cave. Red and Misty, do they sneak past the guards or do they fight the guards?
1: Just crawl through the bushes.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I read these I chapters swear. a couple hours ago, and my memory is the worst, so...
1: I, as, we're, as we're talking, I'm flicking through it in front of me, so if you've got any questions...
0: All right, so yeah, read in, read,
1: read, read in because, uh, that... I can look at pictures, read but I'm scene. pretty slow at the
2: old reading. Hmm. I almost said Ren and Stimpy instead of Red and Misty. Um,
0: they're <laughs> Metal Gear soliding through the bushes. They f-
2: they see Team Rocket. They identify him. And does Red jump out of the bushes and attack them?
1: Oh, he gets he gets her out to basically use Flash so they can get through the cave.
0: Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> the the un. The uncaring light bulb. He does not want to be there.
1: Hope oh, he does not look happy about it. And then they stumble into no. Rhyhorn.
0: Yes, the Rhyhorn being commanded by Koga, I believe.
1: Koga's there, leaning on it, looking pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And then a battle ensues, and again, for the second time in the Pokemon Adventures manga, Pikachu beats a ground type. Doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He apparently... At least he doesn't doesn't literally kill him this time. He somehow uses his electricity
1: to launch rocks at him, which is... okay. At least he didn't aim for the horn. Yeah. (laughs) Like in the anime. Why does Red keep forgetting he's got a grass and water type with him? (laughs) Yeah! It made sense with the Onyx, because Grass and Water-type
0: were both almost dead. But here, he's... Yep.
1: Yeah. Did they get worse from he's... on high? No, no, please include more Pikachu.
0: Of course. Like, I remember as a kid, being kind of confused, because, like, you know, Pikachu was the third addition to the team. He didn't seem like he was supposed to be the main character. But then on the back of, like, Volume 2, it's like, oh, join Red and Pikachu on their wacky adventures.
1: On and the I'm actual like, front okay. cover of uh, the volume I've got, it's just Red and Pikachu. Oh, good. You, you have to you have to turn to the back to see Pollywell and Bulbasaur.
0: I do like Red's Pikachu infinitely more than Ash's Pikachu, though. So I'm very cool with him being in the spotlight.
1: Yeah, yeah he's a fun guy. Well... The thing with Ash's Pikachu is he's got a character in episode one, and then in every subsequent episode, they're just best friends. (laughs) Whereas they're dragging it out a bit more here.
0: Yeah, there's a lot more, like, character development in the manga that isn't just one episode long.
1: Well, because characters are allowed to develop over time, they don't have to constantly reset to...
0: Yeah, I know. It's but... cra- It's one of my favorite things about the Pokemon Adventures manga. It's a piece of Pokemon media in which characters age.
1: It's the same reason that as a kid, I actually liked Digimon more. Because <laughs> they actually aged? Yeah, because it just had a story.
0: Yeah, Di- Digimon is cool. I, I have been wanting to watch the Digimon anime through. I watched the... Digimon movie and reviewed it on my movie review podcast and it was very bananas.
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually looking to do the same thing soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. high a terrible was right... Western anime translation. <laughs>
2: yeah. I had no idea what was going on the whole time.
1: I'm, I'm going to force my friend who doesn't know anything about Pokemon and Digimon to watch it with me. I think I'm going to be in for a treat.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was the longest episode of my movie review podcast because unlike most episodes where we just gave a general plot summary, I had my friend who knew everything about Digimon completely recap the plot from start to finish because not even I knew the plot.
2: I'm like, if I don't know the plot, (laughs) I have a feeling our listeners don't know the plot. Yep. (laughs) So... When you take out right horn.
0: Yeah, the little right horn is down. But then the big guns come out the Rhydon.
1: I'm looking at the panels now and. Um, so he he genuinely just stabs him with a needle and we watch him painfully transform. You can see the horn like <laughs> bursting through the Wait, skin what? and stuff. Koga pulls out a little hypodermic needle, injects right and Rhyhorn oh, evolves into yeah. Rhydon. Yeah. This is some uh this is something. Yeah, that
0: was wild. Now that I now that I remember it, <laughs> it was wild. See so, yeah, how they revealed that they've been experimenting with making Pokemon evolve. Misty, I think Misty asked a question about a Gyarados and they're like, I don't know. We don't remember all the Pokemon that we experiment on. Which
2: Makes Misty unhappy. is
1: like holding his holding his ear like, huh, what are you talking about? I don't know.
2: Yeah, so Red uh, Red and Misty fight the Rhydon. What
1: Pokemon
0: do they use?
1: Pikachu again? Uh, Misty gets in there with Staryu but then Rhydon retaliates, knocks Misty out. And Red again sends Pikachu in. <laughs> I'd
0: also like to point out, Pik- now that I remember that scene, when Misty gets knocked out, there's visible like blood on her forehead.
1: And I was like, dang, it's edgy. Yeah, yeah, lots of bruises and blood, and she looks pretty battered. But yeah, Pikachu yeah. is smarter than Red is, because he decides he's not going to win this. So he caves Pikachu! in the cage instead.
0: Yeah, he just collapses the entire mountain. And then Misty wakes up all dirty. Uh, slap, gives Red a good slap for,
1: to get yeah, a little which, too handsy. What version did you read? I don't know. <laughs> did Did she slap him because she was dirty or because he was getting handsy? Slapped him because he was getting handsy. Apparently, in later translations, they edit that one.
0: Yeah, I think I was reading a translation of the Japanese...
1: Like a fan translation? ...version. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're out of the cave. They wake up, and Ed reveals that he actually got a hold of the Moonstone.
2: Yeah, he got
1: the Moonstone.
0: What, what do they need the moonstone for
1: again? That's what Team Rocket were after. So he just swiped it out from under. Oh, them.
0: okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought Can I remember and... them like needing it for specific reason, and I'm like, why do they need a moonstone?
1: I swear every single panel she appears in, Misty's clothes get smaller. They do? Like, in the first, the first time we saw her back at the start of the Gyarados chapter, she was wearing a you know, moderately sensible top. And by the end of this chapter, it's just a small stripe over her nipples. I'm okay with that.
0: (laughs) So. (laughs) That was the end of chapter
1: seven. Yep, they're still teamed up. They're still running and smiling. It kind re- yep. Reading it for the first time, I kind of figured, oh, she's going to join him for the adventure, kind of like in the TV series.
0: I wish she did. I really like Misty's character in this manga. Although the the more prominent female character that gets introduced later, I like a lot more, so I guess I'm fine with it.
1: Are talking about green slash blue? Yes. kind—I like part of me likes that it is just like one kid on his adventure, which is more like what the games felt like.
2: Yeah, it's just a real good manga. It's just real good.
1: <laughs> Although saying that, we're in for a pretty dull chapter now.
0: Uh, chapter eight. Suddenly, star meme.
2: I liked it.
1: It's okay. I guess they can't all be all action.
2: Yeah. So, Red
0: and Misty go to Misty's house, which is like this giant mansion. In which she has like servants? What are those girls?
2: Maids.
0: (laughs) Maids, yeah. So, they have like a nice dinner. Misty comes out in this like super dress, like this super fancy looking
1: dress. She's looking like a Disney princess. It's insane. She's trying to charm our boy. Yeah, and Red's just there in his like little dressing gown.
2: Yeah, she's out here dressing pretty, right. trying to charm our boy. And then Red berates her for not telling him that he needed to dress up.
1: starts showing off telling the maids about how he kicked Team Rocket's butt.
2: Yeah, I really like
0: how cocky Red is. I appreciate that character trait in Protagonist. That he's like, he's noble and he's a good person, but he also he also knows he's the best and he is not afraid to show it.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's not so he's wrong. Bragging.
0: He's bragging to all the girls about how cool he is and how strong he is.
2: And he says,
1: "What what happens to what does he do to Misty?" He, I know makes makes fun of her because she was unconscious the whole time while he was kicking butt. Oh yeah. And then Misty walks off in a huff.
0: Red goes to sleep thinking, "What did I do? I didn't do nothing." But she also.
1: She tells him, oh, we need to train more if we're going to be dealing with Team Rocket, and he's like, nah, don't worry about it. I'm the boss. Oh, I yeah, don't need that's any it. Training. He's
0: like, yeah, I'm the best.
2: No training for me. She runs away all mad. Red doesn't know what he did. Then the
0: next, the next morning rolls around, and Red says to this his little fan club he's created of these maids that he's
1: going to beat the Cerulean City Gym Leader. Yeah, you're actually missing a scene there because during the night... Oh, sorry. Well, first of all, we get a very relatable scene. He's just lying on bed staring at his Pokemon and feeling happy, which was most of my childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a real cute little shot. He's just got his Pokeballs on his pillow. He's having a little look at him, chatting to him. But then, yeah, he gets attacked by a mysterious wind in the night, and Bulbasaur has to save him. And the bed's, like, getting thrown around oh, the man. room. He's getting battered. I don't
0: know what was up with Peter
2: today. I was not paying attention at all while I read <laughs> these.
1: Hey, looking at these panels, the it's, mystery um, yeah, it looks like straight out of uh, some sort of horror, like, ghost manga, like I've read many of. But, yeah, he just wakes up. There's a Gyarados scale on the floor. The room's been ruined. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then then we're into the morning and he's saying he's going to smash the gym. Yep. Which
0: makes the maids kind of awkward. And then Misty shows up. She's like, I'll take you to the gym. Hmm. Hmm. Wink, wink, nudge,
1: nudge. Also get when he's talking about the gym. Obviously, he doesn't know the gym leader yet. We get like this, his imaginary idea of what the gym leader looks like. And it's just like a, a tough guy. Silhouette. <laughs> and that's
0: when we learn but... that Red needs to reanalyze his gender stereotypes
1: yeah but what i'm more excited about is behind his image of the gym leader is his image of just a cool pokemon and i guess this is the first pokemon made up by adventures it's just a generic dragon monster so i thought it was just charmeleon <laughs> it's like someone out of monster hunter to me it looks crazy
0: yeah i don't know like i okay. said i don't
1: know what got into me today I wasn't paying attention <laughs> that good. I guess it's a it's a fairly generic dragon shape. It's not really anything, but still, I I've yeah, got a real so, a real soft spot for sort of vague, not quite Pokemon, like when you yeah, see yeah. like Beeturah or imaginary monsters. Anything? I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: So. Yeah, but Misty leads, leads Red to the edge of town, and he walks into the gym, and he's like, where's that stupid idiot gym leader?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Misty's like,
2: well, she's right here. Very relatable. And that's hunter. when we get the, dun-dun-dun!
0: Get the epic reveal that Misty is the yeah. gym leader.
1: Well, this is also when we find out that it was her who attacked him in the night to show them that he's not strong enough yet.
0: Oh, yeah! So, Red red jumps into the fray, uses Bulbasaur, correct, and then just gets bubble-beamed into oblivion.
1: She's using star me this time rather than star you.
0: Yeah, she's in the big and... boy star who the Vine Whip didn't do nothing, and then he just she just drowns him in bubbles.
2: Yep.
1: now
0: which red is like dang why'd you why'd you beat me so bad what's what's going
2: on
1: he agrees okay yeah, i probably should do some training
2: and there was a there was a scene where like it
0: kind of like tricked you into thinking misty was about to like confess her love or something like it was <laughs> like you don't you. i thought you knew how i felt and then that was the end of the page and you had to turn and it was about like teamwork and shit
1: yep But what's a little disappointing, we don't really get to see their gym battle.
0: Yeah, it does a time skip, and I think... It does a time skip, and Red has the Cascade badge later, so yeah, it happens off-page.
1: We know that they've done some training and presumably had a battle at the end of it, but we don't get to see it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it's good enough, though. I like to watch Bulbasaur and Red drown in bubbles.
1: Yep. I also like the shot as Red leaves Cerulean City. With, like, his knapsack on a stick, like a comedy hobo.
2: Like a hobo.
1: (laughs) And she's packed him up some packed lunch, but kind of. Yeah, I guess these kids do live like homeless people.
2: Yep. Wandering around town with my frogs and
1: my mouse.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's. Chapter 8, I liked it. Which leads us into
0: Chapter 9, which has a very punny English title,
1: dot dot dot, but Firo itself. Yeah, kind of weird to use uh, a Roosevelt quote on a Japanese manga. Yeah! (laughs)
2: Localization teams, man, what can you do? Yeah, of course, just...
1: versus Firo for Japan.
2: Yep. So it starts with this man who's doing some science. Good yep. old Bill.
0: Everyone's well, you know, favorite. We got,
1: we got a whole chapter, well, sorry, round of Misty and not much clues, but we do We do start with a nice butt shot of Bill. Ooh. <laughs> the very first panel is just a big close-up on his butt as he's leaning over to work on his machine.
0: Pokemon <laughs> Adventures got that sex appeal. First we got Misty, then we got Bill. Just, uh...
1: Oh, in a second, we're about to have something for the furries as well. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Bill is doing his
0: science. And then... Something that also happened in the games that has always confused me, because Bill's got to be doing some crazy shit. But because he accidentally... Jeff's-
1: Jeff Goldblum in the the fly stuff going on here.
0: Yeah, he mixes himself with a ratata,
2: which is wild, bonkers. Yep, and, and he, then yeah, he becomes so... he becomes Bill Tata. You know, he's getting on with it. Yeah, he's like, I accept this.
0: I am a rat now.
1: But I, I'm not sure I believe him that it was an accident.
2: <laughs>
1: he, seems, he seems much <laughs> too ready a, to be a little fulfilling his
2: furry fantasy. Yep.
0: But yeah, um, Red shows up and he's like, "Oh, oh, good, it's a human, help!" But then our boy Firo swoops in and picks Bill up. He's gonna get eaten for dinner
1: first we've got red struggling with the fact that he's got too many pokeballs and his back looks like he's got some sort of disease he's just got like 10 of them on his belt
2: oh yeah
1: so i guess they had to also
0: red being like what it's a talking pokemon
1: they had to set up that we're going to get the pokemon storage center in this issue so why can't i carry all these pokemon What shall I do? Yeah, Fira grabs him. Bill's about to get ate.
0: Yeah, Bill gets bird out. It's about to be some breakfast. Uh Red does not jump to the rescue at first, which seems kind of out of character.
1: Bill has to be like, hey, don't just stand there. Help. I I think he's just a bit confused. Like, what's going on? First, yeah, talk- I guess. A little talking rat person, then a bird grabs it. Like, <laughs> there's just there's this great little panel of just red with Polywell, Bulbasaur, and Pikachu just standing around, like, huh? What? You know, <laughs> kind of the right reaction. <laughs> yeah.
0: What would you do if uh, you were walking down the street and a rat started talking to you and then a bird stole it?
1: Be like, yeah, probably best if you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle of life you're, a, you're an abomination Like you can't be allowed to live it's a circle
2: of life that carries us all yep.
1: no, he does, he <laughs> rushes off we got some razor leaves going out and we got some ice beams
0: it was razor leaves first
1: and then Bill's like that's
0: not how you beat flying pokemon, you have two pokemon that are great against the flying pokemon use
1: them please don't shoot sharp things at me like you're just as likely to cut Bill in half as to catch the Fear. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Red is not the best at uh, aiming intuitively to not kill Bill. <laughs> but then in the end once he's... Again, he, once again it is Pikachu, Pikachu that solves it. Pikachu saves the day by getting thrown into the air where he shocks that bureau, knocks it down somebody catches bill i'd have to imagine
1: <laughs> looking at it now and i can't see anyone catch him i think he just falls <laughs> oh my god how ah, okay. did he survive no so he lands he lands a bit higher up he lands on like uh, like a cliff face above them and then Turns out goes he, has down to a, ground.
0: he he's a pokemon now and he had a focus Sash. that's how he
1: survived So, Bill's Bill's actually like, basically, he's up on Pride Rock overlooking Red dealing with Fira. Yeah.
0: So, Red puts him in the machine, undoes his
2: uh, little furry fantasy world, and Bill's like, hey, I can help you with your Pokeball problem.
1: Wait, was there a fight? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot was, that he got back um, up after Pikachu shocked him. It's the bit where Firo stabs Polywell. And it's another one oh. of these great, like, at first you think it's another one of these great, like, gore shots because it goes right through him. It's like an after image, though, isn't it? it, it we eventually find out that it was a, like a double team after image. But yeah. that first panel, you can see him just, like, stabbing right through Polywell's gut.
0: Yeah, Adventures is rough, guys. <laughs>
1: Some I'm kind of, stuff I'm kind of disappointed I'm on, I'm on this episode and not next episode because you've got, like, the famous Arbok coming up.
0: Oh, is that the next episode? Is the we'll be, Pokemon yeah. Tower Arbok getting chopped?
1: Aaron, yeah, the zombies, all of that.
0: Psyduck melting.
1: <sighs> anyway, spoilers.
0: That's the more screwed up part to me. It's I'm like, okay, a dragon cutting up a snake, understandable. A Psyduck melting. Get me out of here, please. I want my mommy.
1: I think the reason the R book one stuck with me is because it's it's just presented as like, oh, this is a Pokemon battle, but the Pokemon is getting killed. <laughs> yeah, it's Adventures is Buck Wild. remember because I so, I think when I when I first read it as a kid. I only read up to, like, the start of Yellow. Does that sort of stuff taper off eventually?
0: Uh, I don't really remember that well. The last time I read it was a couple of years ago, and even I only went up to the near the end of the Crystal Arc.
1: Right, because I can kind of imagine, as the franchise got bigger, someone at the Pokémon Company sort of having a word with them and being, yeah, could you, could you cut out the killing and the gore, please? Yeah, probably. I remember as a kid, like... I- Pokemon Adventures was like this, this mythical thing of like, oh, yeah, the anime's for kids, but if you read the comic book, it's, it's for adults. It's got fighting and gore. And living in the UK, it was hard to like get hold of this stuff. So I was like reading like illegal scans online. And whenever I saw a copy in like a bookshop, you had to buy it because it was this, this legendary thing.
0: Yeah, I, I dream someday to own them all physically.
1: Oh. Move to Japan, dude. They're like a buck each.
0: Wow. (laughs) But then I can't read them.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I've lived in Japan for almost two years, and I can't bloody read them, so... (laughs) (laughs) It's not an easy language, my friend. (laughs) It doesn't seem like it. Well, that's the joke I always say, is like, I came to Japan to learn Japanese, but now that I'm here, everyone wants me to speak English. And say like, hello, my name is Luke. I'd like to buy this one, please. And that's about the extent of my Japanese.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it ends but with Bill.
1: To- yeah. Yeah. Bill is human. Red has the Pokemon storage system. And then Bill looks in the Pokeball and sees the Fiero that almost ate him and freaks out. Kind of understandably.
2: Yeah.
0: He has he has the more understandable of the two bird phobias we're going to see in Pokemon Adventures.
1: <laughs> Side note, but should I tell you a story about a bird phobia that I encountered? Ooh, yes, please. Uh, my grandmother has, like, a lifelong phobia of birds because as a child, her brothers locked her in a chicken coop.
0: Wow! i like, that'll do it! I've just always been scared
1: of birds because they have sharp beaks and I don't want them to peck me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pecked by a few birds. It's not so bad. To me, I love birds because <laughs> it's, it's like... It's so bad. It's the closest I can get to hanging out with a dinosaur, so.
2: Yeah, so
1: that's the end of the Bill chapter with Bill freaking out over the Sphero. I do remember. Does Bill show up in the anime?
0: Uh, I think he's a one episode character at some point.
1: Yeah, he's I don't remember him that well, but here they did, you know, that episode from the games really well. You get the transformation, you you save him and then you get the Pokémon storage system. And like in the He becomes a fairy in
0: the games though, yeah.
1: It's just you in the that. games, it's just like the generic sprite, right? There yeah, and red like, and blue,
0: but I think it's I and
1: leaf like, green, they made it a Clefairy. I'm trying to remember in Let's Go now. I think it might have been a Clefairy there, too.
0: I think it was, like... I think they changed... I feel like I remember being, like, a Nidoran ran in Let's Go. Yeah.
1: Now that you say it, that's familiar. Like, I'm above to check. Yeah. <laughs> but in the games, it's always just you speak to him, you click the button, job done. So I'm glad they sort of throw in the little battle. Yeah, with the I like hero that. They, well. I like that
2: they added more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always, I always like the way. To me, the manga does a good job of being what, like when I was a kid playing Red and Blue. This is what I imagined was going on.
0: Yeah, it's it's a Adds really accurate layer. representation of the world, with, to the point where. That's one of the manga's biggest street credits that Satoshi Tajiri said it's like the most accurate representation of what he imagined
1: yeah, he said, when he made this it. This is what I imagined, yeah.
0: Yeah. So finally, we're at round ten. Danger. High Voltorb. Danger Danger. Volt High voltage. <laughs> I, I,
1: just like, I just see that and I'm like I just see that and I'm like
0: a Voltorb. A Voltorb is getting baked in this chapter. It's a high
1: Voltorb. Oh, okay. No, see, I was going Electric Six, and <laughs> so now I want someone to recreate that music video, but where they've got like the light-up bra and crotch, it's just Voltorbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big-time YouTube boy. That's what I'll do.
2: Yes, that'll be your that'll be your
0: famous thing. That'll get. That'll get you the big the big subs. This
1: is the Voltor yeah. music video. <laughs> I might be about twenty years too late to parody that song when it was still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of the Saint Anne, and in Japanese it says Saint Anu, A N N U, and I just want to jump in Photoshop and move the S to the end so it says Saint Anus. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. So it wouldn't it wouldn't even be Photoshop. I could do it in Microsoft Paint. It's it's just begging for it.
0: <laughs> so the chapter starts with Red trying to board Saint Anus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and... He wants to penetrate that anus. <sighs> <laughs> no, that was a couple chapters ago. <laughs> <laughs> And we get some more Metal Gear Solid stuff. He's literally sneaking under a box next to a big burly man.
2: Oh my
0: god, he is! But yeah, he sneaks onto the Saint Anne because he's curious. But then he gets kicked off real good. First, he he takes a
1: a peek through a door and sees a an ominous shadow of a Pokemon.
0: Oh yeah, he sees an ominous shadow which is kind of Hitmonlee shaped.
2: Oh, hit I remember it's mostly the
1: eyes, right? Because it's just a, a blobby shape Yeah, the it's eye- got very him on the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So then he gets caught and booted off the boat. He sees
0: the Mysterious Pokemon and then gets kicked off the ship. Red wonders about this strange Pokemon and what are we doing on a ship? Which is weird and to we- me that as much as this Pokemon was suspicious for other reasons people on boats it- have Pokemon. That's why a Pokemon
1: would be on the ship. It's not doing much other than sitting in a room.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just found it sounded weird that the thing Red was questioning specifically
1: is what is this Pokemon doing on a ship? Although we don't see any other Pokemon on the ship, so maybe Like it's I don't think in this version the SSN is a cruise ship. Because we just see like dudes loading up cargo and stuff. Yeah. Maybe he just finds it weird that it's just hanging around on a a boat that's all business. I suppose. You know, it could be carrying cargo, we see Machokes and stuff doing that.
2: Yep. So
0: once Red gets kicked off, a a small old man
1: comes up to him. I was waiting for the twist, because this guy looks so much like he's wearing a fake beard. He does. He really does. Like he's I hadn't read it in a sunglasses, long time. So. The hat, the beard, the mustache—it all looks like a costume that he's going to take off. But I don't think he does.
0: No, he doesn't. I think he become I think he's like a character that shows up later too. This is a real man.
1: Like, did you ever watch the A Team movie?
0: Well, the first thing <laughs> I thought when I saw him, because I hadn't read the manga in years, I'm like, is this Lieutenant Serge in disguise?
1: Have to be walking around on his knees. <laughs> yeah. To, to go on a tangent for a second, when I watched the first, you know, the A team, the like, the big budget movie from a few years back. Heard of a scene I've heard it. Never
0: a, seen it.
1: Ow, ah, well, there's a scene near the end where they they go and like rescue this general or whatever, and I was watching it in the theaters, and I was like, ooh, he's wearing a fake beard. There's going to be a twist, and then it turned out that like, no, it was just bad makeup, and I could see where they'd stuck the beard on. <laughs> 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 but I was convinced that it was gonna be a big reveal that he'd like faked his kidnapping and it wasn't a real beard. And like, no, it was just a really bad fake beard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is something Pokemon fan club guy by. from the game. Yeah, it is Wait, the Pokemon wanna... fan club
0: guy who thankfully in this version does not go on a very deep depths of the My Little Pony fandom-esque rant about Rapidash.
1: I bet he's on the same web forums as Bill.
0: <laughs> Bill and the Pokemon fan club guy on the PokeFurry forums.
1: <laughs> Talking about their Pokezonas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so mean to furries today. I've got nothing against furries. It's just that every other character in this manga seems to be one. Yep,
2: that's what it is.
1: So this
2: we is did before Lopunny, first... too. There's
0: no reason to be a furry if Lop Honey doesn't exist in the Pokemon world.
1: And there's Machoke, although I guess he's a scaly.
2: <laughs> You're right. <laughs>
1: And then we do get the cute scene of everyone cooing over Red's Pokemon.
0: Yeah, and Pikachu is not
2: happy. He
1: never is. No. It's like that cat. Like, if he comes up to you and asks to be petted, that's fine. But you can't go up to him and pet him. That's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. He's not as get... at least he's not as trigger
0: happy as Ash's Pikachu. He doesn't shock the people. He's just kind of pissed off.
1: He'd be justified in shocking these guys. <laughs> they're all over. Yeah, him. which
0: so Red talks about Pokemon battling, which sets off the whole fan club. Like, how could you? They're not fans. Could you make Pokemon fight. Yeah, and and Red's like, how will they evolve if they don't fight? And they're like, the but they stay cute and small forever, which is a weird inconsistency. Because right after they say, oh, Pokemon don't need to evolve. They can be cute and small forever. A fan club member walks in and says,
1: my executor was stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Although we do at least get our first little flashback of Baby Red when it was Poliwag.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, little Poliwag. Oh. Poliwag is good. You would...
0: Satoshi Tijiri's favorite Pokemon. Poliwag line.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that's why he's Red Star, right? Yeah, that would probably be why, now that I think about it. Talking about making Pokemon evolve, it'd be pretty mean not to make a Poliwag evolve, because it doesn't have arms. (laughs) You're right. I mean,
0: by that same logic, it would be mean to make a Snivy evolve, because then it loses its arms.
1: Did you not see the thing recently? Huh? And there was an interview with I was I can't remember if it was Masuda or the artist, but basically apparently Superior does have arms. It just always keeps them behind its back because it's snooty.
2: Oh my
0: gosh <laughs> That's
1: wild. It, it's just too it's you know it's too full of itself to ever use its arms. That's for peasants.
0: No. Arms are for yes. peasants. I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. royal.
1: I don't touch things with my own hands. I have a man for that.
2: I have, I have vines to do that for me.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Red sets off because after he hears
0: about a bunch of Pokemon getting stolen, he connects it to the Saint Anne, the boat.
1: So, hmm. well, They do mention, like, oh, they get stolen around the same time the boat comes in. And how did no one else jump to this conclusion?
0: Yeah, Red is the first. He's he's a real
1: detective. It happens at the same time the boat comes and I saw a Pokemon on the boat. Whoa. I think I've gotten to the bottom of this one, but it's not quite Sherlock Holmes. It's not even detective picture. Whenever I think
0: detectives, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers theme song just starts playing in my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've killed me! Like (laughs) that is you know the quintessential detective, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. (laughs) Who else?
2: I'm trying to think of...
0: Okay, there is... He does have a Pokemon with a one-syllable nickname, so it works. It's it's Red and Soar, Rescue Rangers. Okay. <laughs> so, Red sets off for the St. Anne, but not before the fan club owner asks to let Pikachu stay and cuddle with him. Which... <laughs> If I was Red, I'd be like, get your own Pikachu, fuck off, but Red leaves the res- Pikachu. I'm
1: going to go rescue your Pokemon, and you want me to leave one of my Pokemon behind while I go and fight these bad guys. Fan club guys are idiots.
2: I'd just be like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> oh, Don't
1: silly, to- no one ever calls the police in Pokemon.
0: <laughs> no, because <laughs> the police
2: aren't effective. It's all the 10-year-olds that get the the work done.
0: All Looker does is just runs around and be like, oh,
2: you already did this thing I was about to do for me. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, Red heads on to the Saint Anne once again, and he runs into what he
1: thinks is a Pokeball, but it's actually a Voltorb! Dun-dun-dun! Oldest trick in the book. At least here, the Voltorb is the size of a Pokeball, so you could understand someone making that mistake. Yeah. Usually Voltov's, like, soccer ball-sized, and what kind of idiot thinks that's a Pokeball?
0: You're right. I mean, don't even get me started on Gen 5, where people confuse mushrooms for Pokeballs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like... We're seeing it from above, but surely you're not seeing it from above.
0: Even if they are seeing it from above, it's a flat, (laughs) mushroom-topped-shaped Pokéball. That's not a Pokéball, it's a (laughs) Poképancake. Maybe they just think it's a delicious snack. (laughs) Yes. They're like, I'm gonna chomp down on some Poképancake, but in reality, it was a Fungus. But it turns out he was a pretty fun guy. Ayo,
2: around here, thank you, thank you. pancake jump on you. <laughs> ten out of ten. Good job.
0: <laughs> so the Voltorb attacks Red. Poliwhirl takes it down, but then he falls to his face because he's paralyzed.
2: Yeah. The next thing Lieutenant you know, around, emerges
0: from the shadows. And he's like, "Yeah, your Pokémon's paralyzed. I'm gonna here we run a tight ship around here. We punish stowaways very, very harshly." And that's where the chapter ends with Red about to get attacked by the Sir.
1: Surrounded by, like, 30 Voltorb, Electrobe, and Magnemites.
2: Yeah, <laughs> not looking good for Red.
1: Yeah, a proper cliffhanger, Especially
2: because it doesn't have,
0: like, especially because it doesn't have Deus, Deus Pikachu with him to, like, absorb the electricity and shoot it back or whatever.
1: <laughs> Can't remember, but I'm assuming the reason he left him behind is because he is going to come in for the big rescue.
2: Pikachu to
1: the rescue! I
0: guess we'll find out next week. Yep, we will. So yeah, that's the end of the final round. I think it's a good set of rounds.
1: And a nice... I really like the cliffhanger. Proper cliffhanger ending, right? Huh? A few of the other rounds have ended with like, okay, now we're going to go do a battle, but this is the first proper cliffhanger.
2: Yeah. I think it's nice that the format of a show of this show has this ending right here on the spooky cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, how will it, Red escape? I mean, presumably so,
1: battling some Pokémon's, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, that's that's generally how it works.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think of this set of rounds overall? How do How you feel?
1: I actually, I really enjoyed them. Even the one which I said sort of uh, remembered being kind of boring looking at it properly it still had some instant. it was still fun want to go through them round by round like you did last time
0: yeah i gotta rate each round so round six which was gyarados splashes in a very intense battle
2: with that leech seed scene and I really like the teamwork between the and I Reddit really like Misty. this one. Yeah. Honestly, I'd say, with how much I like Misty's
0: character, how much I liked the Gyarados fight, I think this is my first my first
1: perfect score round. I think I'm gonna give it a five out of five. Um. Uh, yeah, I might agree. The only thing that lets it down is just the whole like. Instead of having them learn information properly, they just ask Oak, and Oak knows everything. But, you know, what can you do?
0: I mean, yeah, he's the professor. He knows. He knows
2: all. Yeah,
1: Yep. Yeah. you know what? I'm going to do it too. Five out of five.
2: Yeah. Perfect. So then we got round seven, Raging Roudon. right ride on
1: Roudon. on's not for a couple generations.
0: No. I'm sh- I'm sure there is a versus Groudon chapter, and I'm sure it gets very intense.
2: But we'll get there in the Ruby Sapphire arc.
1: This one was another good one, actually. Although it again has the ridiculous using Pikachu when he's fighting ground types.
0: Yeah, I think this. Is- I-, I really like this one, but I think it gets a four out of five on the merit of that ridiculous Pikachu.
1: Yeah, it's it's. Almost get into sort of anime levels of using Pikachu instead of everyone else.
0: Yeah. You had a Bulbasaur right there.
1: Bulbasaur, Poliwell, take your pick. But the forced evolution is pretty intense. Team Choose Rocket are a literally actually... literally anything else. Yeah. Team Rocket are actually kind of threatening here. And they don't... Pikachu doesn't actually beat them. He just sort of orchestrates their escape.
2: Pikachu just takes down the whole cave.
1: It's a pretty cool intro- introduction of Team Rocket, leave you wanting more.
0: Yeah, I really like the Koga reveal. That's honestly one of my favorite parts of Adventures. That the gym, there are gym leaders that are part of Team Rocket. It feels, it feels like that should be the case. Like it feels like Team Rocket would have some sort of corruption within the Pokemon League.
1: Yeah, and it just. It makes the gym leader's characters, which is nice. Yeah. They're not all just the same. Oh, here's the nice guy who runs the gym and is the hero of the town. There's good ones and bad ones. So,
0: just real quick, if you're reading along with me, I'm about to boil something. But I do want to talk about this for a second. I really like, in particular, talking about the character development of the Team Rocket gym leaders, I really like the uh, sort of rivalry between Sabrina and Green later.
1: Yeah, I I vaguely remember that. I I definitely remember liking one yeah. of the gym leaders. I can't remember the exact ways it, it all works out.
0: Yeah, it was um Serge, Koga, and Sabrina are part of Team Rocket, and Sabrina being the main female antagonist and Green being the main female protagonist, they have a
2: they have rivalry going, and it's it's it good. So anyway, we got suddenly Starmie,
0: the the nice little relaxing chapter that luke luke
1: was a little sour on earlier but yeah i remembered i think what it was i remembered the the round ending earlier than it actually did so i thought the whole round was just the stuff at the house sort of a total rest chapter but actually we do get get into some character and some battling at the end there
0: also misty was real pretty in that dress I really like how that was drawn.
1: She's like twelve years old, dude. <laughs> it's okay. No, it was it's it's nice to see her being like we always Is see her as D-12? like the tomboy out on her adventures. I mean I think she's drawn a little bit older than that here. But it was good to see her actually living a life and not just being Yeah, battling, or we see her in the gym and that's it. She actually has a life as well. She gets to be a character outside of that. Yeah.
2: I really do like how her character shaked out.
1: Her in the fancy mansion with the dress and everything, it makes it feel more like a choice when we see her being a tomboy elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of accomplished that in the anime too with the Sensational Sisters. True, true. Her being a rebel
1: from them. Also, in this one, in the anime, she's kind of not the main gym leader, right? It's her sisters. Whereas here, she is actually the powerful gym leader herself.
2: Yeah. So I think I'm going to give this chapter a... I don't... For some reason, I find myself not
0: wanting to give it a 4, but also not wanting to go all the way down to 3.5. So I think I'm going to give it like a weird rating. I'm
1: going to give it a 3.7. I think I am going to drop it down to like a three, just because I'm still kind of disappointed we don't get to see that gym battle.
0: Yeah, I, d- I do like just getting bubble pwned,
1: though. <laughs> sort of, it spends all that time on sitting around eating dinner and stuff, and then it rushes the, the actual events. So maybe I will give this one a three out of five. Yeah. It was better than I thought, but it's still... The weakest of these five, I think.
0: Yeah, understandable. Round nine, but Furo itself.
2: This is a fun one. I like this. It's fun. It's funny. I really like it.
1: It stands on its own as it's, well.
0: I don't think it's quite perfect, but it's real close. I'd say
1: I'll give it a 4.5. I'd go for about a 4. I think... It it takes a very goofy part of the game and does it about as well as you can. Yeah, I really like how it was played out. I mean, it adds some tension in there with the Fearow and stuff. Bill as a little rat man is still really funny to me.
0: And I just want to say, if y'all are, if anybody's listened to this, like, wow, he's giving out some real high scores real early. Just wait till we get to yellow and I'm consistently giving every single round five stars because I love the yellow <laughs> arc. <lark. laughs>
1: Thing is, it is a really good manga. Like, It is. Obviously, it's not high art or anything, but if you want to see the Pokemon games brought to life in a comic book, it pretty much nails it. So what else can you do but give it a high score?
0: Yeah, it's really good. So, Danger High Voltorb. I think this is another perfect one. I really like this one. The cliffhanger at the end.
2: the, The cute Angry Pikachu moments.
1: It's a good time. It's a good one. It's all. It kind of all feels like build up. This is only half a story, but obviously it's a running manga. You know, it's not like. This isn't like a whole movie or anything. It's just one chapter in a story, and it does what it does very well. I don't think I can really. Yeah. You can't really rate it until you see how the cliffhanger pays off, though.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading it on the basis of, like, how the
2: chapter shaked out. I, re- I really liked it. Fair enough. Yeah, it's good stuff.
1: Although, it does what a cliffhanger should do, which is it leaves you really wanting to read the next bit.
0: Yeah. That's why you all should tune in next time for the next five rounds. See how Red gets himself out of this wacky situation.
1: not begin to imagine.
2: No. Not like it would involve Pokemon and or
0: battles.
1: I'm sure he's going to whip out a Tommy gun or something.
0: <laughs> just like Pinstripe from Pash Bandicoot just like unloading that Tommy gun ready to fight.
1: I mean, Lieutenant Surge is literally a soldier, so he's probably packing heat.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, I always thought it was interesting, their choice to make Lieutenant Surge evil,
2: because he's like a war veteran. Yeah, but I mean, he's from the side that I was fighting against. There's there's a whole lot you could read
1: into into that if you wanted to. Yeah. I think Pokemon yeah, is very good It's pretty anti, you know, war and violence. So they wouldn't want to make a soldier too heroic.
2: Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's smart right there. Yeah, this is a pretty good set of rounds. Thank you for coming on the show, Luke.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me. Giving me an excuse to be up nice and early on my day off. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's fine. I actually, I tend to wake up pretty early anyway. All right. Cheers very much.
0: I thank you all for listening, everybody. Uh, Luke, you want to plug your stuff, plug your plug your show about how you love I Pokemon. I guess I should.
1: Uh, yeah, I do my own little Pokemon podcast. It's called Luke Loves Pokemon. You can find it on Twitter at Luke Loves PKMN. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, all of that good stuff. Just look it up. And yeah, each episode I take a Pokemon family, talk about the design, the inspiration, its appearances, uh, and generally why I love it because I love I love all the Pokemons. Uh, coming up on the yeah, end it's of Generation a really good lineup, show.
0: It's
1: un- Yeah, it's, un-
0: it's unfortunately fallen into the ether of the many podcasts I listen to, but I've heard a couple episodes, and I really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, the way I... Because I tend to, episodes tend to be between, like... I think the longest I've done is maybe 20 minutes, when it's something like Jinx, and there's a lot to talk about. And some of them can be, like, five minutes long. So I like to hope that people can just sort of download it and just stick it in their playlist in between other stuff.
0: That's a a smart way to do it. I think I might do that, actually.
1: One of those people, because I listen to so many podcasts, I always have, like, a 30-episode playlist on my phone that I'm just never going to finish.
0: Yeah, I think my playlist for the longest time was, like, 17, and, like, I never, I, like, they were all super long, and it stayed like that for so a long time, and I'm like, no, this is the day that I'm going to go through all these podcasts. And I think I, my playlist is down to, like, seven right now. I Deliberately
1: set aside increase... days of, like, going hiking just so I can listen to a whole bunch of podcasts.
2: Yeah. It's so a at podcast the moment, day. Podcast at at the moment
1: I, I've been deliberately not listening to any Pokemon podcasts recently because I'm worried about hearing anything about the new games. I like to go in as, as blind as possible.
0: Are you keeping blind?
1: Yeah. I watched, like the Pokemon Direct like six months ago and I haven't watched anything since. i excited. Very, yeah, very I'm soon. Not,
0: I'm not going in blind at all. I know everything.
1: Because <laughs> You've seen the whole, there was the whole no Pokedex way for me to week. go in
0: blind because I'm getting... There was pretty much no way for me to go in blind because I'm not getting the game till
2: Christmas. So.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, yeah, that'd be a bummer. I remember um, a couple years ago I decided to do Super Mario Odyssey as my Christmas game. And I literally just came off Twitter and Facebook for three months. <laughs> wow. Actually, it was, you know, the best thing I've ever done. I actually was happy for three months, but... But <laughs> <laughs> the internet always sucks you back in.
2: Yep, yep, yep.
1: I just had to know what was going on in this hell world that we live in. <laughs> there was no escape. There never is. That's why we all like to pretend we live in the Pokemon world instead.
2: Exactly. Thank you very much for having me. Good luck with the show. Thank you. Thank you for so much for uh, coming
0: on. Problema. And uh, thank, you. thank you for listening, everybody. For PokeManga Corner with Riley, I've been Riley Brooks. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Riley Brooks, which you might be on right now, because this podcast is on it. But if you're listening on Podcatchers, yeah, Riley Brooks on YouTube. That's where you can find this show if YouTube might be more convenient for you. And all my other shows.
2: Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time. Peace.